Welcome to Highway Freaks, real truckers, real life. I'm Bry Guy, your road dog host, introducing my road crew from British Columbia, Canada, J-Man the Snarl, from Vancouver Island, Motorhead Mark, and Cruisin' Corinne, from Swift Current, Saskatchewan, Electric Aaron, and of course, country rock singer G.M. Blacktop, produced by Calgary's Power Pack. We are Highway Freaks! Yes, welcome to Highway Freaks. This is visit number 550. And we are Real Truckers Real Life. And uh, we've got some new people on the panel tonight, uh, so to speak. We have Cruzin Corinne going for her second round. GM Blacktop is back. J-Man the Snarl drops in. And yours truly. Uh, we are awaiting Motorhead Mark and Electric Aaron. We'll see if they make it. Uh, they could be busy, but that's okay. We'll start without them. The show must go on, as the saying goes. So I'm sitting in Ripon, California. Beautiful day today. Uh, let's find out where everybody's at. How about you, J-Man? Oh, I'm sitting here in the fog in, in uh, just outside of Lethbridge. All right. Cruz and Corinne, where are you? In Nanaimo, Vancouver Island. And it was nice and sunny today, no rain. All right. And GM Blacktop, how about you? I'm in an undisclosed bunker in Western Ontario. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Very good. Okay, so tonight we are going to feature more music from Fist, but we have a special treat. We are featuring their latest single called Say Something. At the end of this podcast, we will play it, uh, along with some of their classic music, such as Evil Cold, One More Time, Street Fighting Heroes, Riding Down the Highway, and Rock City. So, um, by the way, Fist is performing at the Rock Pile in Toronto on Saturday, October the 21st. So they continue their uh, short version of their Canadian tour. Uh, For guys over 60, they can still rock. Can't they, GM? They can, absolutely. No doubt in my mind. Yeah, not insinuating that you're over 60, of course. Well, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Good to hear, good to hear. So let's talk about topics tonight. What's on your mind, GM? What do you got? Mine? My topic tonight is going to be how uh, the pandemic experiments have, uh, I call them the pandemic experiments because that's what they were, uh, have just adjusted the cultural and society uh, viewpoints and views and uh, algorithms and all sorts of things. How we as people have to not to fight back unnecessarily. It's not about one. It's not that kind of a, a topic. It's a, a topic of reaching down within to figure out what the hell we're gonna do. Okay, J-Man, you've got a great topic tonight. Cause I yes, I am gonna. Yes, I'm gonna talk about the Lonely Hearts Killers. I can't wait to hear that. I saw the movie and it uh, was very bone chilling. And Corinne, you are going to talk about more of your travels. What's on your mind, gal? Yeah, I'm going to share some adventures at Going to the Sun uh, Road in Montana and Yellowstone National Park. Okay, great. 
And tonight, I am going to talk about a few things, stupid headlines in the news. And I'm also going to talk about some pretty whacked up wedding themes. Uh, and I've got a new uh, segment called Bry Guys Sports Shorts Scoreboard, where we're going to go over the latest scores uh, as well. So lots of great things to get to. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, my guy, J-Man, because... Uh, I really want to hear about the Lonely Hearts Killers. Uh, well, then we'll break for some music by Fist, and then we'll get to your topic, Corinne. Okay, sounds good. So, Jay, all right, you are you re are you ready? Born ready, buddy. All right, man. Now. Before they they were never originally called the Lonely Hearts Killers. They were called the they were first called the Honeymoon Killers. Um, when it changed, I don't know. But anyway, Raymond Fernandez and Martha Beck. Uh, he was a and this is the really sad part about this because he fought in World War II with the OSS. He was secretly uh with the oss on a merchant marine ship at the end of the war on his way back the poor bastard had a um those hatches it fell on him and it nearly took his head off uh severely damaged his skull and his frontal lobe which completely changed his complete way of thinking his attitude everything else he went right to a life of crime after this now he would go on to meet women and initially go after he would he would marry them and then milk them out of all their money and split except for one woman that they never did tie the murder to him died very very mysteriously body never found but he ended up with all her money now he ended up in the states got into a little bit of trouble and went to prison well while he was in prison he got into black magic and voodoo now he he had himself convinced that the voodoo and the voodoo rituals and the black magic spells that he was performing would make him irresistible to women. Okay, this is how messed up this guy was. Anyway, he had met Martha Beck through an ad, and he was actually going to kill her and take her money. But it, they hit it off so well that they actually fell in love with each other. Well, anyway, they started posing as brother and sister, and they would meet these these women, take their fortune or whatever their savings was, and then leave, usually with a dead body somewhere in the basement of the woman's house. <laughs> now... This went on for from 1947 till 1949 when they were finally caught 
after after killing a woman and her kid. Now they had drugged her and they were not really planning on killing her, but one thing led to another. The kid was driving them nuts, so they killed the kid, so they had to kill the woman. Well, the neighbors got nosy. And that's how they were initially caught. But there was one woman, and if you, like, there's been dozens and dozens of movies and uh, portrayals of these people. Uh, one woman, he was uh, caught having sex with this woman. So she went into a fit of rage, grabbed a ball bean hammer and beat her, tried to beat her to death with, with this hammer. Well, it didn't work. So Raymond, of course, strangled her to death. That's in the movie. Very gory in the movie, actually. And, of course, they buried her in her basement and split. Now, they honestly believed that they were meant... They, they were hand-chosen, basically, by the universe to be together. Okay, like, this was a love story. Uh, they were meant to do this. And... Uh, they were executed on the same day in New York State, and uh, good riddance. Like they were just uh, just brutal. They would they were only tried and convicted for for two murders, which was the woman and her daughter. But they know they 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 can't prove it, but they know that they had killed upwards to twenty, maybe even more women. Okay, so. To interject. Um, Go ahead. Throw her in there. Ahead. Throw her at me. Okay. All right. I don't want you to abandon your topic, but I just wanted I'm to gonna. add this. Okay. Uh, in the movie, it actually shows uh, Selma Hayek, the, uh, the character she played. I know. Killing, killing the woman with the hammer. While, while That's the right. While, while that she was... is actually on top of him making love. And it's that didn't happen. Gruesome. That, so that it didn't, didn't happen. happen. That um, okay. No, they were they were actually in. Well, they were in bed together, but they were sleeping. Now right. she came in, flew into a fit of rage, grabbed a ball peen hammer, and started hitting this woman. And like she jumped on top of her, and hit her yeah. in the head with the hammer. Well, it didn't kill her. She actually woke up. She came out of it. And started started screaming, and uh, she uh, she was strangled. The man strangled. Okay. Her. Um, that All did right. happen, but it's Hollywood. You know how Hollywood is. And you know this woman definitely didn't look like Selma Hayek either. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like she's a real I was, I, uh, No, I'm gonna say she. Uh, um, oh. What's the name of that that chick that uh, Donald Trump's always scrapping with? Stormy the hell is her name? No, 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 no. She used to have a talk oh, show. Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, I'd say she would look more like her. <laughs> right. Sad, sad, sad. Yeah. Uh, the uh, 
Uh, there's one in the 70s. It's kind of a low budget. It was actually done in Mexico. Um, it's the one I seen. And is that the one with the donkey? <laughs> no. No donkeys, man. But there is, there is the in the movie, they oh. buried her, and then like he was he, he was trying to buy lime lie. And he kept telling everybody that the horse died. And in actuality, they were trying to get rid of the woman, but that's not what yeah. had happened. They buried her in the ba- in the basement. Jesus! Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, but he even had been, he he was really messed up. He and all from that accident. Uh, I don't think he would have been a. I uh, I don't think he would have been a bad guy. If, if that accident didn't happen, I don't think this would have happened at all. Ren, what do you want to say? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> nothing at this point. Corinne's <laughs> <laughs> feeling a bit of a complex. I bet right you. Now. I bet you. She. I bet you. Right now, wherever she's sitting, there's a toolbox by her, and she's pushing it away with her foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay no but there's some yeah. pretty there's some uh they there's been some pretty uh they're not the first to ever be called the uh lonely hearts killers either but they were the most famous because they killed the i most. can totally relate to that yeah absolutely um, and i can totally relate to that too because i remember my ex-wife completely changed my view of marriage with a with a two pound frying pan one time and then <laughs> off the frontal lobe. <laughs> right, right. Well, I think we've all had those crazy exes, but, but uh, uh, not that, like that. that. Not that want to go to the electric chair with you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Okay. Well, you know. Well, you, you know. know speaking yeah. of crazy exes, not exes, but speaking of crazy couples, what do you remember that crazy pack? Crackpot Jay and Brian Corinne. Remember that crazy guy, Paul Bernardo, with his crazy woman? What they did? They oh, he's still in jail. Days. She's out. She's out. Yes. Yeah, I know. She's yeah, a she's lawyer out. now. Get out. She's a lawyer? A lawyer? She's I'm not kidding you. She's a lawyer. Seriously? She did no. her she got her bond in prison. Yes, she did. Oh my oh, gosh. Man. Wow. See, I don't know how that's even possible because according to the bar. You can't you can't be a lawyer if you've got a criminal record. So well, how the hell does that even work? Fact check it. Someone soon can fact check it. Who's quick on the computer? We need to fact check that because that's what I I remember reading at one time, and I thought there's yeah. no way either. But that's what I remember. Well, reading. she she uh, got a new identity. The whole nine yards. It's our justice yeah, system, man. That's our justice. He's still rotten in jail. I don't think he'll ever get him. Actually, well, he just got not. transferred to a different, uh, um, uh, not not maximum security. I believe it's now medium security that he's uh, he uh, is uh, now part of. Well, he's got to be way up there now. I'd still shoot him. That son of a bitch yeah. shouldn't have lived. To, what after what they did, they shouldn't have lived to see. They shouldn't even lived long enough to see the prison gates. His girlfriend. Was I named, agree. His his girlfriend was named uh, uh, Carla Homolka. Homolka. Carla Homolka. Yeah. 
They were the they were the Barbie and Ken killers. Right. Yeah, it was brutal. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Shit, yeah, I remember. I remember the girl, um, that was this happened in Coquitlam. Um, she was kidnapped by her neighbor, and forced to live under their bed for years. So she was kidnapped. She could, oh yeah. I got the answer for you. It says, following her release from prison, Hamalka settled in Quebec, where she married a brother of her lawyer. She briefly lived in the Antilles and Guadalupe, but by 2014 had returned to Quebec. There's your answer. Okay, so she married the brother of her lawyer. Hmm. Yes. And yes. I can relate to that, too, because my second ex-wife had me sleeping under the bed about four nights <laughs> Okay. Okay. Just so you know. All right. Okay. So, as Fist would say, this is pure evil cold on Highway Freaks.
Hi, this is Cruz and Corinne, and my topic tonight is going to the Sun Road in Montana and Yellowstone National Park. Uh, tonight, I was going to talk to focus more on Yellowstone National Park, uh, but I decided to include the little detour that I took to a magical road in Glacier National Park in Montana called Going to the Sun Road. On a previous trip I was on, uh, I was on a BC ferry coming home and chatting with a fellow motorcyclist and he insisted that if I was ever in that area that going to the Sun Road is a must-do. So when I was working on the idea of Yellowstone, I decided to add the road since it really wasn't too far away, it was just a little bit uh, farther east and then straight down south to Yellowstone. Going to the Sun Road is 50 miles of nature at its best. It is a narrow road, but you get to enjoy everything from glacial meadows, cascading waterfalls, lake fronts, valleys, and of course the huge mountains. There are spectacular views around every curve, twisty, and hairpin. At the highest point, which is uh, around 6,466 feet, it crosses the Continental Divide at a place called Logan's Pass. When you're at that location, it feels like you're on top of the world. It's absolutely beautiful. When I rode through there, there was forest fire smoke in the area. It was a bit hazy, but not quite as bad as what we had this past summer. You could still see in the distance a bit. Um, there's a chance I might get a second chance at it uh, August of 2024 as I'm considering going to the Sturgis Rally. And so I will take a little detour again and, and go to uh, going to the Sun Road again. And of course the road is very busy with traffic, tour buses and, and uh, tourists. And so I found that one bonus to being on the bike was that we could, I could kind of deke around all the congestion and, and sneak between vehicles when needed instead, get, instead of getting stuck in the congestion. And I kind of felt better on the bike than I would have been in a vehicle. And I found out recently that they want reservations now to drive the road. You, when I was there, you could just go whenever you wanted. And um, so that kind of changes things, makes it a little more tricky when you're planning your trips, when you have to consider reservations for a road. The uh, distance between Yellowstone National Park and going to the Sun Road is just over 700 kilometers, so it it's, could be done in a day if, if you so choose. Um, there's stops along the way that you could uh, stop if needed. And uh, when I'm camping on my adventures through the U.S., I prefer to search out for KOA campgrounds. They're, they're my favorite. They typically will have a store, their facilities are clean, and some of them will have a restaurant attached. And uh, I like to have my campsite as a home base and when I'm staying in an area for a number of days and then I can just travel out from home base for each day <clears throat> to go exploring. When I was at uh, Yellowstone, the KOA I stayed at was Westgate KOA, which is actually located in the state of Montana, while most of Yellowstone is in Wyoming. Um, there are small parts of Yellowstone that are in Montana and Idaho as, as well, so it was kind of neat going back and forth between the states every day, checking out the park. There is so, so much to see and explore in Yellowstone, um, tons of wildlife, quite a variety. 
I got to see bison, deer, and elk. I was hoping to see bears and wolves, but uh, did not did not notice any of those. Um, there's, I mean, tons of wilderness, the plains, the forest, geysers. You're never bored at that park. Uh, one thing I like, I find it very humbling experience to see in person the famous landmarks like Yellowstone and Old Faithful. And uh, sometimes the pictures just do not do it justice. You need to see it for yourself. Within Yellowstone, there are two loops that go through it to travel and explore. There's an upper and a lower loop. The lower loop is where you'll see most of the geysers and hydrothermal features like Old Faithful. And the highlight of the lower loop, of course, is Old Faithful. They've got a visitor center there that has a schedule posted and it, it gives you a, an idea of when the eruptions will take place. And it's since it was named in 1870, and every since then, every 90 minutes, and they say give or take 10 minutes either way, um, Old Faithful erupts. And uh, it is, I had to wait a little bit. They've got some areas where you can go walking and check out the smaller um, water features and geysers, but it's definitely well worth the wait to experience it yourself in person. It's spectacular and powerful. And I think I didn't really time it, but it was about two to three minutes that it, it does the eruptions. And um, a spectacular treat when we rode through the Hayden Valley was as we pulled into the valley, it was it was dotted with bison everywhere as far as you could see. And there had to have been thousands of them out on the plains. And as traffic crept along, we eventually ended up in a bison jam where we were totally surrounded by bison they they just walk wherever they want to in between vehicles down the center lane on the shoulders they they have they rule the roost there they're in charge and the bulls must have been in rut when i was there because they were fighting and there was snorting and stomping and they're ramming each other and dust storms all over the place and uh when the ones that were closest to the road were, were battling, you could feel the ground shake when you're sitting there on the bike, which was pretty interesting. Um, the closest I got to one was probably about five feet. He was just kind of laying on the shoulder of the road, resting and uh, traffic going by. He wasn't phased by it at all. And uh, it was very intimidating to be on a motorcycle with temperamental 1,000 to 2,000 pound bison all around and not like you're inside a vehicle sort of protected. I'm really not sure how well motorcycle gear would stand up to a bison if they decided to ram or not. Um, when we were sitting in traffic, there was a, a cyclist road, uh, was riding down the center line in between all the vehicles. And I was thinking to myself, well, at least if one of the bison went after a car or us, that uh, we could go faster than him on the bikes and, and get, make a getaway from the, from the bison. And uh, just a little side note of, that I've learned about the bison is that I've always, I've used this myself in the past with the word bison and, and buffalo being used interchangeably. When I took my core hunter course, I learned that this is incorrect, that actually North America has the bison, but buffalo is referring to the water buffalo found in Africa and Asia. 
So just a little tidbit of information about the bison. On my trips, I'm a bit of a foodie and I enjoy trying local mom-paw operations. And we had a fellow camper suggest a restaurant at the top of the upper loop. Uh, they were serving bison burgers. So I went up there and, and tried them, but they, they weren't spectacular. And uh, they were good, but not, not, not anything to write home about kind of thing. And uh, came back and here the Westgate KOA that we were staying at had its own barbecue and restaurant. So we tried their bison burgers for comparison and they were absolutely delicious. The best bison burgers I've ever, ever tried. So if you're ever planning a trip to Montana, be sure to look into checking out the going to the Sun Road and Yellowstone. Definitely worth worth the visits. So getting back to the uh, the geysers, have, can you feel the, the heat of the water? Uh, the ones when you're walking through, they've got spe specific paths, wooden paths that you can walk on. And yeah, you can feel a bit of the heat coming off, radiating off. You're, they don't want you walking on them. And the bison will actually, in the wintertime, they will come to those areas and, to warm up in the middle of winter. Because people have been injured by those geysers, yeah. have they not? They've yeah. died. Yeah, yeah, if you fall into, there's also, some of them have um, sulfur and high concentrations of like chemicals. That, yeah, if you fall into them, it'll eat your skin away. Yeah, you'll dissolve. Nasty. They just Nasty. found, they just found, I think it was last year or the year before, uh, they found two shoes floating in a, two shoes, somebody fell in and dissolved. Jeez. All that was left. All that was so left beautiful was but uh, dangerous. Beautiful deadly. But dangerous. Um, it's, you don't. It's actually you, very beautiful. You don't play around there. Hmm. Where it says when it says don't go over here, don't go over there. <laughs> exactly. Right. Right. Um, no, they they, they the actually. Brian, what would interest you is look up accidents on the uh, fatal accidents at Yellowstone Park, and it'll actually list them. And uh, it's a lot of people like a lot of it's just, you know, stupidity. Well, maybe maybe and that could be a future topic. Maybe. maybe. It's maybe. interesting timing. Today I was um, on Facebook and there was, you know, they have those reels on there. And there was um, a little one of a lady taking a selfie in Yellowstone National Park and she was standing right beside a bison that was laying down trying to get a picture with it. Oh, I have seen that. I have seen that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy because... Well, the nice they thing is... They are, they are uncontrollable animals. Well, I had an... I had a an instant or an incident in Saskatchewan with a with a bison at a brake check. Uh, they're they're, they're freaking huge. Mm -hmm. Don't piss around with them. I didn't see it and I walked into it. Well, do you, I don't know if you know this or not, Corinne, but is the bison as temperamental as the buffalo, or is do you do you know anything about that? I'm not sure how the temperament would compare to a, a buffalo. 
I've, I've heard I those mean, are absolutely crazy animals as well. Like the water buffalo. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, the bison I, can get pretty ornery as well. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why I ask. Cause in, uh, in a place called Jamestown, North Dakota, I'm sure you've seen that oh, giant yeah. buffalo. Yeah. And they have, if you go, you can walk down there and you can walk right beside the fences and they are as gentle as can be. Like they, they really are very docile. Now, maybe that's because they get to see a lot of people there. I don't know. That's um, what I was going to say. They are very docile animals. So that's why I was asking. Like the ones, I mean, the ones in Yellowstone, they see lots of people too, but they're, they're running wild there. And my experience was watching the bulls fighting. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to, that, they're not very docile at all. Like they were very aggressive at each other and, and uh, I wouldn't want to get in their way if they, I've, I've seen videos too of them attacking vehicles. Well, there's a video of a woman that gets, a, gets attacked. Yeah. Um, because she was stupid and I don't know what the hell she was doing, but uh, it damn near cost her, cost her her life anyway. It's on, you can find it on the internet. Um, Right. It threw her. It threw her around like a rag doll. <laughs> you know, like they're a powerful animal, man. So, um, we're having some tough technical difficulties. So we're going to get into stupid headlines. Um, and these are actual headlines. You can Google them. You'll find this out. Uh, before we do that, I should tell you about the uh, Halloween podcast that's coming up on Highway Freaks. That's on October the 26th that we're going to have that one coming out and uh, the weekend thereafter. And we actually have a real live ghost hunter, a retired ghost hunter that will be on the show. Uh, we've got a guy that hunts Bigfoot, our buddy Art there, Jay. Oh. He'll be yep. coming back. Yep. Right on. Okay. Yeah, and uh, we're all going to have ghost stories. So, Corinne, there's uh, your cue to come up with something. All right. And um, I got lots of those stories as well. So um, that would be the Highway Freaks Halloween Howler podcast on October the 26th. Don't miss it. Okay. So let's go to some stupid headlines first. And uh, then we'll do a, another break with a fist song. And by the way, we are going to feature Fist's new single tonight uh, at the end of our podcast called Say Something. Really good. I just heard it earlier. So, woman loves shopping at Dollar Store. Deborah Jackson said she likes shopping at the Dollar Store. Asked a comment. She said, well, I think it's real convenient and casual. I don't have to get all dressed up like I'm going to Walmart or Value Village. <laughs> Hey, man says he failed sobriety tests because he was kissing on a drunk chick. 19-year-old Lebanon man tried to blame a girl for his breath test recently. Turned up positive for alcohol and he was arrested for driving while intoxicated. He said he tested positive even though he thought he was sober after a long tongue lashing with a drunk lady. <laughs> Belgian man discovers wife of 19 years was born a man. Um, he understood that when she was so good at ironing and watching soccer all the time. Okay. Um, man eats his own underwear to beat the breathalyzer test. Another one. This was in Stetler, Alberta. 
Okay, 18-year-old man tried to eat his own underwear in the hope that the cotton fabric would absorb the alcohol. This was, of course, before he had to take the breathalyzer test. Needless to say, he failed. Man posts letters in dog poo box for two years. Now, Jay, when you uh, walk Zephyr, and uh, I know this because I walk Bandit, you get those interesting um, kind of mailbox looking things at yes, the truck stops yes. or the rest stops. Well, this yes. guy in England, poor guy, he thought he was mailing letters for the last two years in a dog poo box. And he was 91 years old and he was posting these letters in this container that looked and resembled like a nearby post office box. Finally, um, the way that it was discovered is the postman actually saw him mailing a letter in the dog poo box. So, well, yeah. come on, man. Give the guy a break. He's 91. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. If, he was our, if he was our age, I don't know, man. I think we'd have to slap him around. Right, right. Okay, how about pigs die as houses are blown down? Hundreds of pigs died when a strong wind blew all their houses down in Dungdang County in South China. Okay. Man with nothing to declare had 55 turtles in his pants. Miami, Florida. Barbados <laughs> pet owner Rodney Carrington, not the comedian, he tried to enter the United States after telling custom officers he had nothing to declare. Well, his pants said otherwise. He was arrested Friday after officers found 55 red-footed turtles in his pants. Customs officers became suspicious after observing unusual ominous bulges moving in his pants. <laughs> okay. Why? Man tried... <laughs> why? Okay, I gotta ask. I gotta ask. Why? <laughs> he tried to smuggle turtles. I don't know. Could you imagine? Could you imagine sitting in in, in prison with all these hard ass criminals? What are you in for? I had turtles in my pants. Hey, man, man tries to open a checking account with shotguns slung over his shoulder. In Athens, Tennessee, Michael Moore, not the Canadian producer, was confused when a police officer drew, drew his gun, confronted him as he left the bank. Ironically, he wasn't planning on using the empty shotgun. He was just running an errand last Thursday and was planning exchanging at a nearby pawn shop. Nonetheless, Mr. Moore faces charges of disorderly conduct and intent with a weapon. Now, this Why do I have a feeling? Why do I have a feeling I'm related to that guy? I don't know. Why would My you, last name's you Moore. Account? Would you open up a bank account with a gun over your shoulder? <laughs> no, but my last name is Moore. And that oh, does sound right. like something that one of my family members would do. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. How about a car thief stealing another vehicle to make his court date? At least he does make his court date. Prosecutors say Timothy Frederick Knight, a 53-year-old San Francisco man, already charged with auto theft, stole another car to make his preliminary court hearing. Needless to say, he was charged again. Next time, he said he might steal a bus to get to court. <laughs> Studies show elderly improve vision if they turn on the lights. Lots of older people seek medical help for diminished vision by shedding some light, literally. 
A group of researchers at St. Bartholomew's Hospital in London, in uh, New York, rather, checked the lighting in the homes of 63 retired elderly people around age 76. Their findings were the average lighting in the homes was one-tenth of the lighting found in the hospital. Reading lights were one-seventh of that in the same hospital, and most were using 60-watt and under light bulbs. When asked to comment, one senior said, well, we're saving money on 20-watt light bulbs. Just maybe not their eyesight. Okay, now this one's great. Cops beat Chinese man after asking for his name. I've lost all faith oh. in our police, says fuck you. That's F-U-K-Y-U. <laughs> so can you blame him? There's a fuck you transport in White Rock. No way. Really? I shit you not. Yep. Oh, jeez. They, okay. they haul for a company called Asian Foods. I used to laugh my ass off every time I saw their oh, trucks. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so here's some actual ads that were found in U.S. and Canadian newspapers. Found. Large rattlesnake. Very bitey. May have come from a bad home. Please come by and pick up immediately. He doesn't answer to his name Tiberius. He doesn't answer to anything. He's very angry. This is why it's important to put collars on all your pets. <laughs> okay. Full-size mattress. Royal Tonic. 20-year warranty. Slight urine smell. $40. Like new. Okay. Have Viagra. Need women between 80 and 18. No experience necessary. Boise, Idaho. Okay. This one I love. Turkey for sale. Parsley eaten. Only four days old. Both drumsticks still intact. $25 or best offer. Okay. Used tombstone. Perfect to someone named Hendel Bergen Heinzel. Only one left. Make me a dumb offer. One pair of hardly used dentures. Only two teeth missing. $100 for best offer. Call Ira. Yeah, good old Ira. Okay. Okay, here's some more funny clippings. Cops see through cracks in men's hemorrhoid tail. In Middletown, New Jersey, a city man had been slapped with drug charges. Local police found $80 worth of crack cocaine up his butt. The New Jersey man apparently claimed he was suffering from a massive case of hemorrhoids, according to the arrest report. However, the police continued the strip search and reportedly pulled out a clear plastic bag out of the man's rectum, which later tested positive for crack cocaine. What allegedly tipped the, the cops off was the guy was swerving all over the road as he was in some great discomfort in sitting while driving. Well, when he was stopped, he told them it's his damn hemorrhoids again and they're flaring up. The continual sweat running down his face probably tipped the cops off. And in the weird department, male nipples can keep babies calm. News report on fatherhood claimed today that the male nipple is just as good at soothing a fretful, colicky infant as a female one. UK charity Fathers Direct examined the AKA pygmies in the Northern Congo and in, in, in South Africa. They found pygmy fathers often substitute their female pygmies wives nipples for their own as theirs get sore and used up i'm not commenting on that uh, i'm staying out of that one yeah really that's just weird <laughs> and this one in the wow department girls school still offering something special head 
Um, I think the headline should have included mistress. Then again, offer up a headmistress. That's still quite questionable, isn't it? So, um, yeah, so those are some actual stupid clippings and newspaper headlines that uh, you can see. And um, we'll have more of them as uh, we do more and more podcasts because they are out there, guys. Um, I don't know if you've seen any of these crazy headlines, but they're definitely out there. Uh, anybody got anything to add to uh, my interesting newspaper headlines? I can't get past the turtles. Right. I just can't. Right. I just can't get past that. Like, okay, so why? You know what I'm... They weren't the snapping turtles. Like, I just don't you know get it. Gonna like, know. yeah, I'm going to smuggle. I am going to stick all these turtles in my pants. Customs won't know. <laughs> right. Like, right. And I and, and I get stopped for a taser flashlight. Yes. Really. Yeah, that doesn't work. No kidding. Exactly. Scare the living daylights out of me. So Jay, I'm gonna nominate you for visit oh, number fifty one. I'm gonna okay. give you a topic. I want you to okay. tell me some of the weird things people smuggle across the border. Okay, that's your topic. <laughs> Um, okay. I did hear about one. I did hear about one. Some dickhead tried to smuggle a bunch of freaking turtles. Right. Ah, I can't get past that. I can't. That that's gonna haunt me for the next week. Okay. I could well, just. There should. That's that's J Man the Snarl's topic for number yeah. fifty-one. He's gonna tell you about weird things that okay. come across weird, the border. Okay. Weird, weird, weird things that come across the border. Okay. I'm on. Yeah, I I am okay. on that. Cool. What do you got to add to that, Pav? I still have no idea why turtles are illegal to smuggle. Like, seriously. I'm just thinking, like, right. why? Right. It's not like... I don't know. Like, seriously, when in Indian border, you can take whatever. You can take a camel and they say nothing, you know? <laughs> then they, they stop you for turtles. Come on, man. And I'm just feeling bad for that guy. Yeah. He to be in prison for that, you know? <laughs> I, I oh. watched that border security... And it is interesting some of the things that the the foreign people try to get across the border. Yeah. <laughs> um, the ones the ones that always get me is is all that food they always try to smuggle in their suitcases. Oh, the meat. And then they go meat. Yeah, and they go. I I didn't pack it. I I don't know what that is. I have no idea. Right. Yeah. You know, Corinne, you cross oh. borders. Have you ever seen anything I... weird or got any story of that? Yeah, I, I was just gonna say, it brings back a memory of my one of my own crossings. I uh, was going into the States and um, had packed, you know, the freeze-dried, like, hikers pack, food packs and stuff. I had about four of those in one of my saddlebags. And uh, I don't know why, but I was asked to pull over and they went through my bike and uh, so I'm sitting in the office waiting, like, I don't I have no idea why I got pulled pulled off. The, my boyfriend at the time that I was traveling with, he got to go straight through. And the border guard came in that had gone through my bags, and he starts asking me about these bags of food, and he goes, are they, like, he's not worried about anything that he found or pointing anything out. His only question was, are these these freeze-dried foods actually really good or like why are you carrying them and i'm like well yeah like why i wouldn't carry them or take them if they weren't like kind of a stupid question but uh that was that was one experience i had going across the border with with the weird well they thought it was a weird food item okay 
How about you, Jay? Any weird experiences crossing the border? Ah, uh, yeah, actually, but it happened when I it, when I was a kid. Um, you know what a chalk line is, right? Okay. Well, my dad had a bag, a white powder <laughs> in a baggie. Okay, now you just think about that for a second as a customs guard. We got a guy with a bunch of coke. Yeah. And it was chalk for the, like it was bought separately. Like my dad bought the chalk line and he bought the, bought the chalk separate because that's how you did it. And man, they detained us for a good couple of hours, man. They even, they sent that shit to the lab. It was chalk. All you had to do is open it up and smell it. It was chalk. Same as like the chalk that you write on a chalkboard with, but it's powder form. That was at Blaine. That was about, I guess I was about, oh, 15, 15 at the time. Okay, yeah. so we're going to play some Street Fighting Heroes classic from Fist.
tonight I was talking about, I was going to talk about uh, until we ran into a few technical issues, but we got through them. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hear you. You're coming in really good. All right. So the topic that I wanted to talk about tonight was um, a couple of things that I've been sort of thinking about a lot as I've been driving. And <clears throat> it all kind of started when, well, it all kind of started when, uh, and, I'm, and this is not a political discussion that I'm having, but it all kind of started when fuel got crazy. <clears throat> crazy expensive and then the pandemic then the whole um uh, social tattletaling on everybody else the divide whether you're vaxxed or whether you're unvaxxed you know uh the going along with the flow or following directions versus following your own personal feelings uh being forced to take vaccines across the border or you can't see friends, you can't go to work, you can't see loved ones, you can't uh, travel. You know, all of these things were, in my mind, part of the whole experiment of social, uh, social and cultural um, planning to see where they could push things. And what I'm noticing now is that things are changed now, both in Canada and the U.S., probably worldwide, in, the, in that no longer do we have this feel that we have a grasp on things um there's lots going on in the world right now but just beyond that it seems like we don't have a grasp on uh things that happened with the, for example the trucker strike look how that all fell apart uh the divide that was brought up among, amongst people for that um if you support the truckers you're you know you're you're terrible if you don't support the truckers you you are you know this or that um like i said tattletailing on each other uh judging each other i believe that was also a part of some psychological social experiment to see how far they could push if you notice what happened during the pandemic the human beings that that are in this world literally i mean i'm talking right inside your own family literally turned on each other that quickly if you didn't want to take the vax or if you did if you if you did you were stupid to do this to your body if you didn't you weren't going along with the program you're going to kill other people and the whole the whole concept of how that changed everybody's thinking uh, is, i've been really thinking a lot about not about the factual stuff you know the the, the number of covid cases that the the pandemic facts is not what i'm looking at here i'm looking at it, how it affected the the the, the attitudes and the uh, the outlooks of, of the human beings that are on the earth now. For example, in Canada and the US, it completely made a mess of, of relationships, families. I mean, families were, marriages were breaking up over this. Parents not talking to their kids, kids not talking to their parents, brothers and sisters. It, it was just crazy. So I got thinking, how do you, how do you fight this? How do, you, how do you fight the, I don't even want to call it the establishment, how do you fight this this better toe the line attitude that that the leaders of the world and the, certainly of this country and of the U.S. too? How do you say to yourself, I don't have to toe that line in the same respect. I don't want to become a rebel. How do you how do you dig deep enough inside yourself to find a way to keep it all in check? Because it feels right now that the that we're all sort of out of sync. I don't know. I would like to see some discussion on this because 
I see it as we're all out of sync right now. I don't think anybody's back to normal. And please tell me if you all think you're, I'm wrong, you know. I have no answer. I don't think we'll ever go back to what we saw as normal before COVID. Everything's been changed. But I, I guess what I'm saying is, what do we, do we, does everybody on this podcast night, for example, do you feel like you're in check with yourself? I mean, I definitely don't. And I don't know if anybody else does, but do you feel like you've got it all figured out, that you've got your life figured out, that you've got your beliefs figured out, that you've got your, your, you know, attitudes for humanity figured out and for your neighbor and for all this. I'm not saying that you have to be a mess, but in order to, to not have it figured out, but do you, do you feel like you got everything in check? Like by a guy, you feel like you got everything in check? No, no, I don't think I got everything in check. Uh, I can tell you this year has uh, sucked butt. Uh, my miles are considerably less. I was just talking about that today. I keep hearing it's always the freight. It's always the freight. And I buy that as bunk, quite frankly. I know my, my business partner, Jay, I know he literally left the company I worked for to go to somebody else because he was getting the same runaround. So... Um, and then they blame it on the pandemic on things, you know, oh yes, all that freight is all backed up from the pandemic. That's all sitting at the ports. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. great. Oh, now we got a whole abundance of it, but we don't got enough truck drivers. No, I think it's all a crock of shit, quite frankly. Excuses, man. Excuses. I, I agree about the excuses, but my point is the whole point of my, of my, of my topic is why why the excuses? Why all of this? Why is all this going on? First of all, why is, and I know we all have an answer to this, why is fuel eight bucks a gallon? Why is uh, the cost of everything going up? Why, I mean, these are all just economic things, but it's all part of the, the, the reason that so many of us, maybe all of us, are just not in check with with understanding the basics of it seems like we can't understand the basics of humanity anymore because people aren't supposed to talk anymore. They're not supposed to rub shoulders anymore. They're not supposed to, you know, be kind to people anymore. I mean, the whole thing has just been this terrible experiment of, of how distant humans can become with each other on a simple freaking pandemic. You hit it right on when you said experiment. Absolutely. And it's working. The whole world well, was an experiment. We are we are so divided right now on everything. And I mean everything. Like it's not even political anymore. Beyond that, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean now it's even getting down to religion. Yep. Do you know what I started thinking about today? And I'm not and I'm not saying this for religious reasons, because I I, I I mean, I'm a Christian, but I, I don't go to church and this kind of thing. Um, but it almost feels like I feel like I have to dig down deep inside myself to find a better purpose or a deeper purpose than just existing in this in this new experimental uh, culture. Does that make any sense to anybody? Yeah, it does. Because that's all we're doing right now is existing. I'm trying to survive. Exactly. Yeah. 
all of us. Like it's, it's not just, you don't have to be a Nimrod to screw up your life anymore. Now you can have it screwed up for you really easily. <laughs> True enough. With the economy the way it is and the prices, it's the middle class has become the lower class. Well, there is no middle class anymore. Yeah. You know, first of all, like, forget about politics for a second. Just common sense. What, and we'll relate it to trucking. What in the world are we doing hauling freight for the same amount that we were when fuel was one fourth the cost? Explain to me why. <laughs> uh, people are driving truck as owner operators. I don't know about you guys. For less money today than they were in 2008. I agree. Explain that one. Explain that to me. See, um, it's no longer it's no longer politics, AJ. It's it's about no. who we are as people and how we see ourselves and how we see our future and how we see our worth and how we've let and the pandemic is is kind of what closed the coffin on this thing and how we've let ourselves as humans so fornication a fornication <laughs> <laughs> waiting for that <laughs> simple that we just accept everything nowadays and i'm not looking for a rebellion but I just want to make some, I want to make my common sense make sense. Oh, you know, like, do you remember when the, when the pandemic first started? Um, now, everybody was just dying to rat out on the next guy, right? Terrible, terrible okay. shit, man. Terrible. Well, stop and stop and think about this. Stop and think about this for a second. And how the simplicity behind it okay and all you got to do is go back to the debut of a show called america's most wanted that became the number one show in a week and why is that because people couldn't wait to see if they could rat on their neighbor now fast forward to the pandemic same thing but okay, how about this? How, how can we explain, and I'm sure there's thousands of people that will attest to this, how can you explain marriages and families literally freaking breaking up over taking well, a vaccine or not? Well, if your marriage is breaking up over this, it was never a strong marriage to begin with. Okay. I don't know about that. I, I don't know about that. I okay. do, I do. I do. I mean, every okay. Hold on a second. I mean, everybody has their has their thoughts and their beliefs and everything else. But you know, if you come and tell me that uh, you're gonna say I don't want to get the shot, okay, I don't care what you do. You <laughs> go right ahead. Man. I mean, if that's your thing. Go right ahead. I'm not gonna fight you. But you know. What about Don't if your fiance is an what? What about if you're Canadian and your fiance is American? Okay. Oh, that yeah, that was a brutal. But that shouldn't have stopped well, anything. Well, because... well, well, it didn't because I had to take the vax because my fiance was American. So if I didn't take the vax, I could kiss my personal life goodbye. Does well, that 
So there's an example of what I mean by marriages breaking up. I have oh, yeah. horror, horror stories of, of, of people that were married that couldn't even see each other for two years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I heard, yeah. I've heard of that, too. That, that uh, you know, but I mean, that wasn't, they weren't the only one. I mean, the, the, the gun to the head was held on everybody. Like, yeah, sure, you don't have to take the, you don't have to take the vaccine, but you can't work. You know, so this is why I this this is why I say that if a marriage can't survive that, that yeah, I never I never looked at it that way. I never looked mm -hmm. at it that at that 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 way. That's a really good question. Like I was um, in a position where I was I was I was damned because I was totally against it. I was damned if I did. Of magic. Damned if I damned don't. if you if didn't. I, yep. And I was I in the same position. If I if I didn't do it. I couldn't have my personal life. I couldn't cross the border. I could still work in Canada, but I couldn't cross the border and I couldn't see my, my family. And, and my point is, is where did we as humans accept that? Where did we all say, well, is it because we say if it doesn't, I, well, you know what? I'm sad to say this. The sad part about it, the same thing with trucking. If it doesn't affect me, I can live exactly. with it going on. I can there's live a, with there's a, a, I can live there's with an a old saying there's an old saying in 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 industry and it's called screw you i'm okay yeah if it doesn't affect <laughs> no me, one's serious yeah. okay. and that's, that's exactly add, what it means let me add that's that's exactly what it means okay let me add to this okay as human beings we are not taught to stay with our spouses 24 seven cooped up in a house or an apartment, because honestly, we're going to get on each other's nerves. Yeah. Okay? And that is a fact. Okay. You know, um, like things, relationships work better when you have some distance apart and then you go to see each other, you know, um, the, the typical nine to five, that's fine. But as a long haul truck driver, completely different story because we're out for generally six to eight to 12 weeks at a time. And then we come home and then we have our quality time. And that's kind of how things work really well for truck drivers and relationships. But you're getting these nine to five people that were oh, not yeah. working anymore. They weren't working anymore. So they were home and they were getting on each other's nerves. And getting, they, paid, to, and, getting paid to stay home, let's add. Right. But they did not want to be with one another because that usual nine to five, they weren't there with one another. They were at work. Okay. That's where the problem came in because all those little idiosyncrasies that you, the, your, your spouse would do was driving you batty where you wanted to kill that person. And that's where what we actually saw. We saw murders that happened during the pandemics and domestic situations. That's and we terrible. saw the, the thing called COVID divorce, right? All those yeah. people got divorced because they realized when they were with that person, they didn't want to be with that person 24 seven. Child abuse, domestic violence, everything just skyrocketed. Suicides. Suicides, yep. Everything went up. I'll tell everything you what happened up. in my situation. When my, when that pandemic hit, my mother had just moved into a new nursing home with dementia. I didn't see her for two years. And in two years, she didn't know who the, who, who the fornication I was. <laughs> and 
that that really Sorry. that really gave me a uh that really gave me a, a, a really made me look at myself that i let my own common sense let these clowns take the last two years of my relationship with my mother and ditch it Aww. because i was a truck driver and i was crossing a border Ter that's how terrible I believe, and that's just my personal sob story. We all have them, but oh yeah. Again, I can't emphasize enough. How did we let? How can we not dig deep enough, as a society and as a culture, to let people strip that from us, and just go about our merry own business as long as it doesn't affect us? We used scare tactics with the fines and jail time and all that. Those threats. Terrible. Yeah. I had Terrible. in my own family. I had a division where um, I didn't want the vaccine for the longest time. I was like, nope, not doing it, not doing it. And then when they said, oh, you can't travel, I was like, wait, no, that I can't not travel for forever. So I gave in. I got two shots, turned into a sheeple. And um, my oldest son, he's got. He's probably up to date. What are, shot are they on now? Six? I have no idea. Oh, and my youngest and daughter-in-law still don't have the vax. And so I've had that division within my own little family, my kids, that um, when COVID was at a peak, they wouldn't, my oldest didn't want to get together with the youngest when we were able, when we were allowed. And because they weren't vaccinated. So I had this division where we're trying to have family dinners and we couldn't because everybody was had their own their own choices and made their own decisions. So it's got I had my now. own yeah, see, I had my own thing. sibling. I had my own sibling tell me that if I'm if I didn't get a vax, I would never see her again. This is the kind of division I'm talking about, AJ. It's terrible. Yeah, I know. I know. Mine was a little different. Mine was a little different. Mine was more of a financial thing. Yeah, that too. And um, lose everything that I have. Yeah. We all did. Or keep my job and take the shot. Yeah. Now, if I'd have said, screw you, keep the, here's, here's the job and walk away from everything, that would have been just fine. But there would have been, it would have affected a whole bunch of other people. Yeah. That would have not been in the position to survive me making that decision. Right. So. And it all comes I back. Shot. To this, okay. It all comes back to the question: Why and how are we allowing this to happen? To because, because uh, I'm going to tell you, it's the same. It's the same as. Um, it's it, it's the same as us truckers going on strike. Okay, you can't get three truck drivers to agree on the on the on True. whether the sky is blue. True. Okay, we couldn't get people together to say no. If we would have got half of the population. We wouldn't even need no, we wouldn't even needed half of the population. If we would have got one third of the population to say no, we're not doing it. 
work and stop doing what we were doing. It would have ended it in a week. If aliens came down from another planet and started bombing the shit out of us, do you think we'd all stand together then? Doesn't matter about kidding? the facts. Doesn't matter about the Democratic or the Republicans or the Liberals or the Conservatives. Would it matter? Would we all stand shoulder to shoulder, or would we, or would we not? That that's a good question. We wouldn't. We wouldn't. I agree. We wouldn't. We wouldn't. There's no way. There is no way. There so how is, is that no possible? Because I'm going to tell you. We well, that's what point? I just said. Um, I think it started. I mean, people don't really like hearing it, but I don't like knowing it. And I think it started at the end of World War II. Could be. No, stop and think think about it. The end of World War II, everything slowly started to change. All of a sudden, we woke up one morning and bam, we got a United Nations. All of a sudden, no, the United Nations was formed at the end of World War II. It was kind of their sort of kind of. And then they started getting more and more power every decade. Now look at us. They're they're dictating to Western countries that formed them to begin with. Yeah, I agree. But in the 70s and 80s, I felt like we stood as a, as a group of humans. I I, I still felt like regardless oh, of political this... political and all this other religious, it still felt like we stood as a group of humans. Now it the does... 70s the 70s and the 80s was the last decade of knowing your neighbors. Okay, I couldn't tell you what my neighbors look like. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm serious. I couldn't tell you. Never see them. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't even see them to say, like, I'd say hi to them, but I don't know who the hell I'm saying hi to because I don't know if that guy's my neighbor or someone coming to rob him. Right, right. You know, it's, that's how, how, how bad it's gotten. You know, like you have, you got anything to add to this path? Uh, not much because I don't know too much about this kind of time. I was totally in a different time zone and country. But uh, from my side, always the different was like from the village point of view. Everyone was kind of like a big family. If I can put it yes, that's yeah. gone now. Yeah, like that's what I grew up into. So if my family is moving something, we don't hire people. We have like. 20, 30 people around the house who are always there to help us. We're building a house, no neighbor. Family is there, you know? So everyone in the village, no matter how far you are, they know each other, you know? Well, I mean, it, it's like it's like where I live, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your neighbor goes, your neighbor shows up, whether you know the guy or not. Neighbor shows up with a new car. All you got to do is go to the local coffee shop to hear the gossip about how much of a drug dealer the prick is, even though the guy probably has his own business and, you know, has been saving his money, you know. But, yeah, I mean, people live to tear people down. And that's our society. Our society is like that. But why? I don't know why, man. I don't know why. You know what I think it is? I think it's a personal thing. I think, and what I've decided I'm going to try to do 
is I think that people have to dig down in themselves every day to be the best person they can and the less judgmental and less angry and less pissed off at the, at the somebody they don't know they're somebody else's culture or whatever and try to be better people that obviously isn't working at the elitist level they're all they're all trying to ham us in like a bunch of hamsters but i oh, think yeah. the only way huh well exactly and i just don't know i i, I ref, it's almost like i refuse to be part of that group that just says whatever and I got to start being part of the group to say, I care. And even if I don't do anything for someone else today, because the opportunity doesn't come up, I am going to be a nice person. And I, I think you have to check yourself sometimes and say, this is what we need. We all need it. And I don't know, the, the leaders, they don't get, they want us to get, as you said, they want us divided. The better, conquer and divide and conquer is their own motto. And that's right. The race, religion, uh, a pandemic or, or vaccine. They wanted us to have vaccine passports, for God's sakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, my God. So I guess my topic tonight was how has this happened? And how can we each do something to try to say, wait a minute, this is not who we are. You're going to find, you're going to, you're going to find that this has been in a long time in the working, man. Yeah, I can believe you about the second word. This, 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 this isn't, this is, hasn't just started. Well, look at old man Bush. Okay. New world order. Yeah. That was back in, back in the Gulf War. Yeah. 90, 90, 91, I believe. Yeah. Somewhere near Bilderberg. Okay. Now we got the UN totally dictating. We got the World Health Organization, which is the UN. Um, another thing, have you ever noticed that the president of the UN is always from a third world country? Yeah, well, that guy, is, uh, yeah, I don't know. No, I'm serious. Gotta, I'm serious. I think we got to kibosh this topic because we're going down a road we don't want to go down. No, no, no. So, it's not. It's not a. It's not a racist thing. It's not a racist. It's a money thing. Okay, but okay. I think GM's definitely got his point across, and I don't think we are going to have any really true answer because everybody else has got divided answers about that. Okay, um, we all have our own opinions. Okay. And um, we have to respect one other's, each other's opinions. And that's where the problem comes in. We don't respect certain opinions, okay? We don't expect the medical uh, enough. to to be uh, something that we all follow, okay? I only got the shots because it was part of my job. My mom's on her sixth shot, okay? I think it's insane, okay? But that's her belief, and I've got to respect that. Okay, so let's get to a song, and when I come back, we're going to talk about some real weird wedding themes. Okay, and then we'll get into our pylon shoutouts. So this one here is for you, Corinne. It's called Riding Down the Highway on Highway Freaks. <laughs> Thank you. 
Okay, so we're back. And uh, just before we get into Pylon shout-outs and a couple more songs from Fist, I want to talk to you guys about real, actual wedding themes. Um, these are actual weddings that people actually did. And you can Google them and you can laugh your ass off because some of them are pretty funny. Um, there was actually a couple that dressed up like Shrek and Fiona saying I do. Uh, they dressed like green Shrek characters. I think they forgot the donkey is the priest. Um, no way. So, um, when she found Mr. Uh, predator, weird one, all men in the party were dressed as predators, except the bride in a wedding dress. Uh, looks like a sequel to Beauty and the Beast. Um, Star Wars, Admiral Akbar dressed as a Star Wars costume with head and all. Now, I think this dude scored maybe a little bit too much above his league when he was trying to get married because this woman is looks very attractive. And, you know, I don't know, an Akbar costume head looks a little weird. So maybe the next version of Star Wars where everything goes Yoda's way. Uh, <laughs> ap apocalyptic love. The bride and groom dressed up like bloody zombies. I saw this. This is on YouTube. You guys can see this. This is crazy. The whole entourage are zombies coming up into the church. They're all bloody and everything. It's just the craziest thing. Even the priest looks dead. Okay. Um, Till death do us part gives you a new meaning on that one. Uh, Batman marries Wonder Woman. Uh, Batgirl's the maid of honor. The best man is dressed as the kick-ass ninja. Okay, he looks completely stupid. Um, they'd make some superhuman, adorable super kids. I'll have to say to that one. And here's the one Mad Hatter and Alice in Wonderland um, lost in wedding bliss. They actually say their vows at the table with their tea party. Um, I guess maybe I need to get myself invited to a tea party wedding because that one's really weird. Okay. Uh, it gets weirder. Okay. Mickey and Minnie Mouse get married on their special day. The bride's dressed up as Minnie Mouse, <laughs> you know, the Minnie head. And the groom is dressed up as Mickey Mouse with the Mickey head. And all the wedding party have mouse heads, okay? And it gives new meaning to the Magic Kingdom, doesn't it? Okay. No kidding. Oh, my God, the Flintstones. Fred and Wilma costumes, okay? Barney costume, best man. Betty Rubble, maid of honor, Bam Bam and Pebbles, two kids with the weddings, uh, you know, uh, with the wedding rings as the ring bears. Yabba Dabba Hum. Harry Potter wedding. Harry Potter dressed up, okay, with the glasses and everything. Bride dressed up as some type of sorceress, okay. Um, so when you sort it into Gryffindor and you can't wait to find your Hermone, Hermione, okay. Pirates of the Caribbean wedding. Jack Sparrow dressed up as the groom. Brides dressed up as the trashy wench. All the wedding party and the entourage have got pirate clothes. Um, so Jack doesn't fall for a mermaid instead. And the other one is the Game of Thrones wedding. Jon Snow is all dressed up. Kate Daenerys Targaryen as the bride. Okay, the best man is the Ice King. He looks dead. And all wedding party dressed up in all medieval garb. Okay, these are some of these crazy weddings that uh, that people actually create for themselves. Okay, now 
I'm going to ask you guys on the panel if you know anything of bizarre weddings. Um, I have another story too. I'll throw in. But does anybody know of any weird, crazy weddings they've gone to or know of one? I do. Okay. My third wedding that I was involved in, my ex-wife was dressed up as Ilsa Dominatrix Love Nazi, and I was dressed up as the Perpetual Dominus. Oh, so you just showed up with a tux. Yeah, and uh, so that one lasted about, I don't know, six months. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Well, I can remember when I can remember when pirate weddings were the thing. Everybody and their dog was getting having a pirate wedding. I've never heard of that one. Same here. I was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, that was a. But when uh, the first Pirate of the Caribbean came out, uh-huh. oh. everybody was having pirate weddings. Oh, they were all over. They were all over the place. Why? <laughs> Please don't tell me that. Please don't tell me the groom cut off his hand and put a hook on there to his bride. You know, I had a friend I would... just get married recently, and oh. they had this Western-style wedding, okay? Um, I prefer to call it redneck. Anyway, <laughs> you know, the groom said, you take this, you know, lofty wedding woman to be your, you know, your wife, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. You know what? You know what the reply was? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Okay. We we Uh huh. Like <laughs> oh my gosh, they had cowboy boots. Um, it was uh, it was a hoedown type of wedding. Um, but I gotta tell you my own personal story of my daughter that got married, okay. and this is true as the day is long, guys. I went to this wedding. Now, my ex-wife she died in the fire. Okay, and God rest her soul. But anyway, this wedding was really something to uh, to be a part of, I guess, or to experience. Um, she came in on a boat, okay, and I kid you not, um, came up on the dock, okay. My dad and I were on the dock, and then she was in the middle. The dock was so, so, like, flimsy with the water moving back and forth. My dad almost fell into the water i had to grab them um down the dock and then there was you know the big kind of like a stage but there was a picture of my dead ex-wife in front of the stage i'm not lying and yep yep everybody had to acknowledge this picture they had to walk by take a couple minutes and acknowledge it. Even if you didn't even know who she was, you had to acknowledge it. Okay. I don't know why. I sure my daughter had her reasons. I thought it was pretty screwbally. Um, but yeah. And then I would hand off, uh, well, actually, I let my dad hand off uh, my daughter to uh, her supposed husband to be. And then they carried on. Um, and that was kind of how that went. But I thought that was the most weirdest thing. Uh, you know, I've, I've never seen or experienced a wedding like that. Uh, I will never forget it to this day. I think there are some definitely weird idiosyncrasies there that um, I would certainly like to say that uh, should have been abolished. So anybody well, else I, got I, some I, 
crazy I don't, I, I don't, wedding I, stories? I don't, I don't go to weddings. Um, I once had my vows edited. <laughs> <laughs> what? I had the minister edit my vows. And no. Saying, yeah, I wanted him to call her and say, do you, do you take this narcissistic psych, psychopath? <laughs> To be the woman of your dreams for the next five months. Five months, yeah. Yeah, I try to stay away from weddings. I'm always afraid I'll be next. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly right. And anyway, that, that whole thing about the picture thing, that's weird too. Because the last time I, you know, the only time I've ever seen pictures involved where everybody's got to look at it is uh, some sort of a, you know narcissistic thing too i think somewhere except not at a wedding it was it was just weird man it was just weird because people that didn't even know her had to acknowledge that i was relaying this to my mom and she thought well there's nothing wrong with that no there's something wrong with that you don't acknowledge a picture of a dead person at a wedding it's just weird it's just weird corinne you must have you know being in the 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 bike uh you know uh people uh, you must have had some sort of uh, weddings that that way, eh? Was that a play way of you asking her if she's part of the Hell's Angels or something? No, 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 no and I don't think she's part of the Sons of Anarchy. Okay, okay. no, I'm just, I just wonder if she um, saw any weddings on a bike. In August, one of my friends did get married in their backyard, and um, they had their bikes were parked on the, at the side. And they had a big floaty uh, blow-up motorcycle in the pool. And they wore their, some of their gear, like their leather vests and boots, and um, had a bit of a motorcycle theme to it. Not, not as, as crazy as like the Shrek one you talked about. But, uh, and then after they exchanged vows, they both literally took the plunge and jumped into the swimming pool. And the groom landed on on right on top of the motorcycle floaty. It was really cool. I got a picture of it of him landing on it. So it's not it, a weird yeah, that's kind of cool. theme. See, I knew she had something interesting to say. As long as he didn't die doing it. No, 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 no. They're all good. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So when we come back, we're gonna do some pylon shoutouts. But we got one more song from Fist, and then their new song, Say Something, is coming up at the end of the podcast. This is Rock City on Highway Freaks.
Bright Eyes Sports Scoreboard. Okay, so tonight in the NHL, Austin Matthews got his first hat trick of the new season as Toronto heads Montreal 6-5 to in a shootout. That was last night, by the way. Uh, Carolina defeated Ottawa 5-3, to and 18-year-old phenom Connor Bedard had his first wraparound goal in a 3-1 loss to the Boston Bruins. Brock Besser had four-goal night, heading the Vancouver Canucks to an 8-1 thrashing over the Edmonton Oilers. Both the goalies for Edmonton, Jack Campbell and Stuart Skinner, couldn't stop beach balls. Connor McDavid was missing in action, obviously. Colorado slid past L.A. 5-2, and the new revamped Calgary Flames poured over the Winnipeg Jets 5-2. Andrew Mangiapane scored twice and had an assist in that. In Major League Baseball playoffs, the Phillies wiped out the Braves 10-2. The Astros squeaked by the Twins 3-2. The Astros advanced to the 7th ALCS in a row, eliminating the Twins. And the Arizona Diamondbacks advanced to the NLCS, taking out the LA Dodgers 4-2. And the NBA, the Celtics over the Kings 112-101. And the LA Lakers squeezed by the 76ers 109-101. The current scores for tonight, being a Thursday, are... The Rangers took out Buffalo 5-1, Philadelphia over Columbus 4-2, the New Jersey Devils 4-3 in a final, and one more is Dallas took out St. Louis in a shootout, 2-1, my Stars win, and a final just came in, the Minnesota Wild over the Florida Panthers 2-0, as well as the Nashville Predators over the Seattle Kraken 3-0. And the last score on the Vegas Golden Knights and the San Jose Sharks is the Knights 3 and the Sharks 1. So there's your sports short scoreboard from Guy. All right. We will get back in a minute. There we go. All right. We're back. And we've got our usual pylon shout-outs. You know, as uh, just to reiterate, if anybody has just joined this, any of you freaks out there, just you know, tuning in to this podcast. What we mean by pylon shoutouts is uh, red is always a woman. A blue is always a guy. Okay. Um, we don't have any of these transgender pylons. Don't worry about that. Um, but we also do have a black pylon for somebody that upset us or pissed us off. So whoever wants to go first, fire at him. I'll go. I have, uh, I'd like to send a red pylon to my friend Cheryl who is helping me get my third business going my bookkeeping business Um, I can't think of any blue ones this week and a black pylon I want to throw at the grocery prices and the grocers that are setting all those prices because I used to love grocery shopping now I hate going yeah it it does suck Um, I could tell you Corinne that I went down here and uh, I do most of my shopping in the States as a long haul truck driver. And I spent $202 American and the exchange, this will blow you out of the water, was $88. So I spent $288 on groceries in the States just recently. So I can totally relate to that. And normally we truck drivers, we usually just average about $100 a week in food. That is not even nearly, it's impossible now, isn't it GM? 
it's god awful it's it really is it's it's there's just no words for it so um they've been spending a hundred dollars a day just for myself a hundred dollars a day you see the price of burger king lately good one <laughs> yeah. yeah okay <laughs> okay you, you must be eating a hell of a lot of burgers try not to Okay, if you're spending a hundred dollars a day at Burger King, you must be doing something wrong. Well, that's between <laughs> Burger King and Tim's. You got to pay, you know, so much money. You know, at Tim's, it's just crazy. Nowadays, you can't go into a Tim's for yourself without twenty-five bucks in your pocket. Right. Okay. So, well, I want to send a black piling out to planners that plan loads because they suck. <laughs> Okay, and they really don't know what the hell they're talking about, and they lie. So, boo on you planners that plan loads for us truck drivers. Every one of you, you go to liar school, and you know what? I give you the biggest black pylon. Jesus <laughs> Christ, you got some of that on my face, for God's sake. <laughs> pylon and a raspberry. Yeah, yeah, and a raspberry. Yeah. How Jeez. are you, Jay? I got a black pylon shout out, all right. All right. Yeah, certain guy, I'm not going to name names, goes out and buys a thesaurus, starts <laughs> talking about this big word he's going to tell me, and you don't tell me yet. <laughs> yeah, Bry. I didn't buy the thesaurus, okay? It was given to me, and I just use it to enhance my intelligence. That's all. If you need to enhance your intelligence, just call me up and talk about it. Okay. Had me all, all right. worked up. I'm waiting to hear this word. And nothing. Yeah, and I nothing. agree. Zero. And, and nothing. nothing. I think we got, okay. I got sidetracked with a technical issue, maybe. My fault. I will accommodate. I will accommodate your associativeness. Well, now I'm gonna. Now that's it. I'm gonna go out and get a thesaurus. <laughs> All right. Okay. On bad words. That word in itself. Yeah. <laughs> Pav always has good pylons to to to, to shout yeah. out. How about you, Pav? Why Why should I be the good guy always? You know. <laughs> How about I'll give some the black one to the game stores? The games are expensive everywhere, bro. I need to pay $70 for one game. It used to be 20 bucks, you know? So yeah, I'm also getting affected by this. You're not the only one. I know I'm not cooking or anything, but still, I have priorities. So black one for the game stores, I guess. <laughs> there you okay. go. All right. So, well, that's a wrap then. No, it's uh, not. Just no, a it's reminder. Not. No, it's not. Oh, GM is there. GM is there. Okay. All right, go ahead, GM. Sometimes I'm feeling like you're a little bit off kilter there, mister. All right. Okay. I got three. I actually got three pylons tonight. All right. The, the red pylon, I think, it should go to uh, Corinne for being here. I've never met her before, and she's a big help to the show. So red pylon to her. Oh, thank and, you. Welcome. And Blue Pylon goes to my friend who's a truck driver who recently uh, found the courage to get rid of his narcissistic fiance, uh, who, with my guidance, told her how to beat the highway. 
And the fourth, the third pylon is the black pylon, and it goes out to Corinne's grocery guy, and I wanted to hit him right in that sack. All right. Okay. Well, I got one final blue one, believe it or not. I met this Australian uh, truck driver in our company, and it sounds like he might be auditioning in the next couple of weeks. So, Jag... I'm sure you're going to be listening to this podcast and uh, we will definitely give you a blue pylon for maybe coming on here in the next few weeks after you listen to how uh, fun times that we're having here tonight. So there's a blue pylon out to Jag and uh, ladies, he's not hard on the eyes. So, uh, you know, once we get that poster up, Pav, yep. uh, we just might be able to increase our downloads with uh, Jag. Maybe we'll call him Jaguar. Sounds good. Okay. All right. So, Claudia, did you look it up in your thesaurus to see how to pronounce it properly? Oh, jeez. What's the word? Here we go. One final song. It's called Say Something. And it's by Fists off their new album. And it's coming right here on Highway Freaks. You guys have a good week. And may the good news be yours. Something I'm getting up on you I'll be the one if you want me to Anywhere I would have followed you Without